Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of Companion Animal Behavior. Today we'll be talking about mental illness in animals. And I'll be talking with Farida today. Hi everyone. So yeah. Um, so one of, a big question that I had while doing this project was can animals develop mental illness like like humans so during the during my research i found that it was proven that animals do not develop mental illness oh really? like huh. wild animals oh, i see and but ones that live in zoos or even in our homes can develop mental illness oh interesting so <laughs> wild animals can't afford to have other forms of anxiety or mental illness in general. And why is that? Other forms, like, it's just because being depressed could be the difference between life or death in most cases. So, other, and I, what I mean by other forms is that there is anxiety present in being, like, a wild animal, you know what I mean? Like, being chased Survival? by... Survival? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll tell you a little story about Ooh. Flint. So Flint is a chimp who lived in Gumby National Park. Um, his story was told by primatologist Jane Goodall, and a primatologist, just so you know, is um, someone who studies primates, live or death. Ooh. So yeah. Flint suffered from depression while living in a zoo with his mom, Flo, and Jane quotes, to our eyes, many animals seem to suffer from forms of mental illness. Um, whether they're pets or animals kept in small, ill-managed zoos and circuses, they become excessively sad, anxious, or even traumatized. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and I think, like, we, as in, like, the public, tend to think that psychological illnesses are very... Are you, like are are you are a unique trait to humans only, but there is growing evidence that this trait is not just for animals. It can also be for, or cannot be for humans. It can also be for animals. Yeah, it's surprising uh, to see how much it really affects animals as well. Oh my gosh, yeah. And with with our dog Charlie, he has major major separation anxiety with Aww. my dad. I mean, like I have him here today, and he doesn't—he doesn't seem too upset. He just wants to walk around, but but he's right by your side. Yeah, and that's just because I'm the only one that he knows right now, so I'm the only one that can comfort him. Yeah, and be you there. Know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if, like, at home, and my dad, what, like, my dad leaves, it he like doesn't he just sits oh it's so sad he just waits for him to come home but yeah so many animals have been found um to suffer from mental illness similar to those seen in humans but so continuing with the story flint was hit really hard when his mom passed away he became very withdrawn and and stared into space he stopped eating and he became very weak yeah and so after a few hard days, Flint rested close to where his mother laid and passed, and he actually passed as well because he was 
that's sad. He was but so overwhelmed if you think about it, in in the wild, they can't afford to have this type of yeah, reaction. Yeah, they can't act that way because, like, the next because step. it's it's life or death. You're yeah. gonna, you know what I mean. But since I feel like in zoos or in our houses, they have it's nothing yeah. to stress about, so they stress about the small things like like what we do. Like we yeah, we really they're, have like no, they're safe. Yeah, yeah. We really have no reason to stress over things. So we stress about small things and the small things become bigger and bigger. So there's no secret that mental illness exists in animals too and they can get just as severe even worse than us. But um, these unfortunate animals could also maybe even help us eventually understand why humans become yeah. mentally ill. Okay. And why these disorders evolved at all? Because, because like back again, like it's like wild animals, like in the forest, jungle, whatever. They they don't have these type of symptoms, but when they're put in a zoo, it's like because yeah, they're put in a different environment. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another reason why animals stress, like environment change, and that's a big, big one too. But Charlie seems very content here, sitting, he's a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so pets can be a great motivator for humans and vice versa, dogs especially, because they encourage owners to get exercise and just have overall calming effects on us. Um, So caring for a pet also gives your day purpose, reward, and a sense of achievement and helps you feel valued, Like, like you need to take care of someone oh bye bye charlie he's leaving <laughs> he just he was just looking at that <laughs> feather the whole time um <laughs> oh that's that's funny hi honey how are you hey. you're a big boy okay so so yeah i truly believe having a pet or dog is very important for kids growing up and as you know i'm not a big fan of kids <laughs> But I think it's really, I think it's very important to have a dog or some sort of pet in your household. Yeah, when I had birds, it like felt like I, they, they needed me and I was able to take care of them. And it like created a new responsibility and a yeah. focus in our lives. Yeah. yeah. So he'll teach, having a dog or any pet will teach you respect, boundaries, patience, taking charge of jobs. Um, yeah, so... And she's gone. He's about to leave. <laughs> but, yeah, so like I said, having a dog in the house will teach your child to have respect and boundaries. <laughs> Frida, I think he's okay. I know. Thanks. No, I think he's good now. We're almost done. but yeah so having a pet care schedule will give your kid um like value (laughs) you're fine but it also helps them learn to have responsibility in life and kids with adhd will also and and or autism will also really benefit from having some sort of pet in the house so having a dog will help release energy when playing um you can even like relate to someone with when someone doesn't want to 
when someone's too hyper with ADHD and you're all running and running, um, you can just go play with your dog and he'll understand that energy. (laughs) So, he won't eat them. He can't. (laughs) It's in the fridge, but I'm just like, oh, shoot. (laughs) But, yeah. So, and he'll always, a dog will always, always listen and never, never, ever judge. So, I want to know, what's your opinion about domesticating animals with what I've mentioned earlier? What do you mean by domesticating? Like, you know how, um, like, we take wild animals, like, dogs used to evolve from wolves, and we've domesticated them, so they can sit with us and hang out, and they're not gonna be mean to us, like... What do you think about, should we be domesticating more animals, like, like monkeys and... I think... So um, they can live in our homes? I think with, like, monkeys and animals that even, like, at the zoo, they should stay out in the wild. And that change in environment really affects them. So I personally think that, like, you'll see that, like, um, some people even have wild animals in their house, like those um, flying squirrels and whatnot, and they shouldn't... I feel like they should be out in the wild with other people and in their own environment. But because, again, that that is such a big change. And I think we should leave them be and let them live their own life. But then, again, a lot of animals, such as dogs and cats, they do help us and we help them. But yeah. wild animals that are like still in the wild, let's, let's keep them there and like ha- keep them in their own habitat and their own home. Yeah. So I, I completely agree. I think it's it's one thing if this animal is like hurt or injured. Yes, and, yes. And can't go back in the wild it, unless it will die. I think that's a they good have reason. For yeah, that as well. I think that's a really yeah. good reason to keep it in a zoo or of some sort. Or oh, sanctuary, yeah. Or yeah, but I think I'm also a really big animal guy. <laughs> like I'm I'm all for like. Having yeah, animals a dog are amazing. Around, having some yeah. horses, but I think what we have right now is enough. Yeah. Like I've yeah, seen, we shouldn't take them away no. from their homes. Just if, especially if they're healthy, it's, and like just like exactly. you said. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if they're healthy right now, why make them stress more about nothing? Yeah. At all. But um, yeah. So I think what we have right now is enough. Like people have. People are about to, like, domesticate wolves more. Oh. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. They have, like, wolves in, like, their backyard, and, like, they bring them to dog parks. And, like, <laughs> the, the wolf is, like, ten times bigger than the dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little awkward, but, um... <laughs> but, yeah, I think that concludes our podcast. So... Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. You want to say goodbye, Charlie? Charlie says bye. (laughs) (laughs) See ya.